Welcome to the Healthcare Business Secrets Show, where we interview industry leaders and break down exactly how they're dominating their markets so you can learn from the best and you can double your revenue, double your impact, and double your time off. In this episode, we're talking with Kitty Bloomfield. Kitty is the co-founder of New Strength and Win at Life program. She teaches women how to break free from restrictive diets so they can balance their hormones, restore their metabolisms, and build bodies they love. She had dieted for 17 years of her life, but she always felt bloated and barely slept at night, but it all changed when she started researching and meeting mentors. She then went on to build her own business to help others who to also make it happen. She's helped thousands of women become the happiest, healthiest, and strongest versions of themselves. And unlike other programs where they simply tell you what to do, she educates and empowers her patients through her unique five-step framework. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. So I kind of wanted to just jump into why I got you on the show. You're doing ridiculously well in your business. You're growing fast and you're hitting some of those pain points that a lot of us do where we're trying to go beyond just being the practitioner or the technician and actually build a business. And we were talking that, about that a bit before the show. So you were telling me how you're reaching these goals, uh, but it was kind of like this glass ceiling and you had to break through that and change what you're doing to allow you to get to the rev- next revenue point and the next point where you can help more people. So tell me and tell the audience a bit more about that. What was it that that made you be able to go to the next level in your business? Well, I think like we've worked with a lot of really good business coaches because we opened a gym initially and worked in that for three years and developed yeah. our methodology and grew that. And then we decided, we sort of came to this point where we were like, okay, do we open more gyms or do we go online? And we yeah. decided to develop this program for women, you know, specifically yeah. targeted for women like me who'd done a lot of restrictive diets, you know, doing all the cardio having all the issues that I had. So we um, signed up with this guy, Lynn Trim. He's a friend of ours now. We've known him for three years. And we were like you, you know, we experienced really um, good success really quickly. So we scaled our online business from like zero to 100K months in like 11 months. And that model was basically through, we'd run like a front end, like five day free challenge. And then we'd, we'd book people in for, for calls, for sales calls, like consults, yep. and then we'd sell into the program. Yeah, and that sort of took us from really zero to right up to turning over just under two million dollars a year. But we just found because really for a long time too, it was just myself and Craig. So Craig is my partner as well in life, partner and business, and so he looks after all the sort of training side, and I did all the marketing. So it was just really us, and then we had our coaches that worked for us, so that help with the delivery of the programs. And we sort of got to this point where we were just doing well, but we were just really burnt out, you know, yeah. like we were really tired and we were getting so frustrated and we sort of like hit, you know, multi-seven-figure turnover and we're like, we just can't grow anymore mm-hmm. because with that marketing model, you can only get so far and it's not really scalable. And Craig and I are I'm just trying to think how to articulate it, like coaches, like real coaches at heart. Like mm. we've never run businesses, you know, like I've worked for bigger companies but not in, you know, like high-level management roles. Yeah. There was a lady who worked in our business. She's our office manager now, Vic, and she'd, she'd worked really high up in big multinational um, companies like oil and gas companies in high-level HR roles doing project management. And she had had two kids and was doing our program as a client and she decided that she didn't want to go back after her maternity leave because she had to travel and go to Melbourne 
and we just saw an opportunity like she really loved like she loved obviously the program because she was in it and she had a really unique skill set that Craig and I didn't have so we offered a job she's come on board and really I think like we had to really shift our perspective like she came in and was like you really need to do this and you need to do this you need to strip things back and you're over delivering and you're you know, like just, it, it was quite hard because we're like very purist, you know, everyone needs coaching and it needs to be so hands-on. And, you know, like I think what I've realised over the years now is that I can't force people to do things. I can give them the tools and the coaching and then really it's up to them whether or not they do it. So she was really helpful from that perspective coming in and going, and we, we just completely restructured our business. And then we decided look, we, we can't get any further using this model that we were using. Actually, when COVID hit, it was probably good for us because it forced us to go, we're not doing sales calls anymore. You know, we're following more of a, I guess you'd, maybe it's like Russell Brunson type marketing model, you know, we have the low-end programs. Mm. So we just went one month, okay, we did a massive restructure and we just built out this low-end program and we're like, we're committing to this and we just went all in and it's taken us six months to really, you know, like build that up and build out the program and, you know, work on that sort of marketing schedule and we had to get better at marketing, you know, better at writing copy and ads and everything. Since then it's been amazing. We've had no sales calls. You know, we've refined all of our onboarding and just how, which has been Vic helping us, really just helping us pull things back and like simple, make it more simple. I think coaches, like when you're a coach, like I just want to give everyone so much information and, and it's, yeah, it's too overwhelming for most people. Like constantly remind me, Kitty, everyone's not like you. They don't do everything 110%. They need to be drip fed little bits of information. Let's keep it more simple. And that's really helped us. And then from there we developed this skincare and supplements company with the nutritionist who's a friend of ours who introduced us to this way of eating and, and Ray Pete's work. So he's our nutrition approach is based on the work of um, Dr. Ray Pete. And yeah, we it's called Saturay. So we're just formulating skincare. Hopefully we should release it in the next three months, I'm hoping. Just with COVID, it's been annoying sourcing packaging. But we, yeah, selling a range of like metabolically supported pure supplements. We only started selling seven months ago. We'll do our first 100K month this month, which is awesome. Yeah, and then we're looking That's at awesome. some other opportunities with Vic to do things together. So I don't know, this is just me personally, is, is that you can obviously only get so far on your own. You know, like if you want to go far, go with many. And I think that you, like us partnering with Emma and then having Vic coming in and partnering with her, it's really allowed Craig and I to, I don't know if these are the right words, but you know, you talk about operating in your zone of genius, like people. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, you'll get to do, like I, I love putting myself out there and, you know, talking about the program and, you know, getting out on Instagram and doing podcasts and being the face, you know. I do some coaching. Craig loves the coaching and program delivery and training and the nutrition and Vic's really good at the operations and the marketing. So it's same thing with Emma. Like she's the real scientist. She loves the nitty-gritty. She loves the formulation. So I think maybe if I could go back and talk to myself a year ago, I would have probably hired like someone, you know, hired Vic earlier. Yeah. Um, it was a bit, a little bit hard for me to let go at the start. Like yeah. had funny conversations with Vic where like, she's like, look, I just need to give you some feedback. 
you know, you need to stop, like, just let me do my job. And, you know, like some weekends I'd come in and go, we're changing this, we're changing this. But I think it's just like, let people do their jobs and you don't have to micromanage everything and think that, because I think also you fall back into what's comfortable and what you know. Yeah. You know, for so long I built funnels and I did this, I did it all of a sudden someone else is doing it and they're doing a really good job. What it ultimately comes down to, I think, is that understanding literally, like you said, you, you know, A, what got you here is not going to get you there. And B, if you want to go fast, as they say, you go alone. If you want to go further, you go with people. And the, and the reason for that is it can't all be on you when you're trying to build something big. And if you're at the top, it's, it's top heavy and it will fall over. And the biggest uh, organizations in the world have teams and, and they have sub teams and it's, it's the group and the, the growth across the board, not just straight up through you. So what happens uh, a lot for, especially my audience is the health professionals at heart. So they love what they do. They're there to help people and they're there to change lives, which is what you're doing. And so when you're leading with that, that's what gets you to where you are. If you're too business orientated and you don't have the heart in it, you're not going to help people in the right way and build relationships that will slow you down. But equally what gets us entrepreneurs and business owners moving forward is what will slow us down the most when we're trying to grow big because we try and make it all about us. And so it's when you're able to begin outsourcing some of the tasks and freeing up your headspace to work on the things that, like you said, you're Genius, right? The only the things that you can do, or at least the the things that are the most important for you to be doing right now, it gives you more space to do them better and to kind of stop being distracted. I found that myself. I'm growing and I'm doing everything, and then I'm doing all this busy work, which puts a ceiling above my head. So when I got rid of the busy work by just outsourcing the bottom stuff first, and then the next level and the next level, it put me more in a position of focusing on only the stuff that I can do, like this, being in front of people and talking with people. I can't outsource that in the same way because people want to hear what I have to think, but I can get rid of the editing process and the uploading process and the sharing process because that's stuff that I can get almost anyone to do. And so when we're in a practice, we don't think about this, even with service delivery, like you will still have coaches in your program, probably working with people because you've got so many of them. It doesn't have to be you, but you're still leading the way because you're creating the material and you're, uh, you know, and you're, and you're being the voice, so to speak, but you still have people to facilitate because you don't need to be there answering every single tiny little question. That's what your training materials for. That's what your coaches are for. So you can be there for strategy. I think the application into healthcare with this is obviously we need to systemize what we're doing, but you hit an interesting point where you get to scalability. So you were doing sales calls, which is basically uh, where you're on the phone with someone 45 minutes for an hour, understanding them and then telling them what you think you can do to help them and then pitching them a program. Health professionals were all doing that with our new patient visits. And then we're going and actually then doing the service delivery. So where my practice really started to take off was when I stopped being involved with clients so much and I brought in associates to do the technical delivery. So I went from, so I'm a chiropractor, so I went from adjusting everyone to having associates adjust people and I was doing new clients to then training them and then giving them the new clients to do as well. And then I slowly phased myself out because I'm a better coach of my practitioners. I'm a better you know, visionary for the business than I am being a practitioner if I'm wanting the business to grow. Like I can be the best coach. You can be the best coach. I can be the best practitioner, but that heavily limits the growth of the business and therefore the impact of the business. And a lot of us forget that. If you just want to be the technician and, and do the work, then build a team around you that allows you to do the work and they grow the business. If you want to grow the business, then grow the business and let go of the tools because you can get someone else to do that you can focus on your your genius um what was the first 
So I think I think you mentioned this. I apologize. What was the first hire you made, and would that be the same hire you made next time round if you were to do it all over? Well, so like obviously we had the gym before we had the online business, so we had coaches that we worked for us in the gym, and you got them to do it for your program as well. Yeah, so we we basically ran a group training model. So clients yeah. would pay a set amount per week. They get three sessions and they get nutrition with it as well. So yeah. we had PTs that worked for us, and they're like Jake, who worked for us in the gym, now works for us in our online yeah. business. So he was actually the first full-time coach that we hired in our business. If I was to go back, I'd still do the same thing. Like, because it was just Craig and I running the groups and then we were like, okay, well, we want to grow it. We need to buy some coaches and train them. Mm. And he was like 19, fresh PT, you know, fresh mm. He's really amazing and he's been with us, oh, God, like since four years, I think he's been with us now. Um, but then the first coach, the first person we hired in our coaching online business was April. And she's still with us too. So should we hired yeah. her permanent time. And I think within like a month, we'd made her full time. Yeah. I would do that same thing again because initially when we started coaching with Lynn, I outsourced all our marketing. So I got um, agencies to do it and it just failed every time. You need to learn to do it for yourself. And it, like after about five times of me fucking it up and doing that, Lynn's like, you just have to learn, Kitty. So I guess I stopped telling myself these stories that I couldn't learn Facebook ads and I couldn't build funnels and I was just oh, like... Oh, you're, you you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Everyone thinks that, oh, well, I don't know how to do it, so I'm going to outsource it because I guess they're good at it. And it's like, no, actually they're not. They know a, a mechanism and it's cookie cutter and they're going to apply it to your business. And then if it doesn't work, they move on uh, until they have clients that it does work for. And if you're not one of those lucky clients that it happened to work for, then you're just paying money for nothing or you're just cycling through these companies. And I wanted to kind of touch on the fact that that you hired a coach first, coaches first, then you hired operations managers, right? And Mm -hmm. and now you're outsourcing some of the marketing things after, but you had to learn how to do it. You don't know, because when you're working with agencies, you don't understand. Like now, when we actually got some people to help us, I could look at the ads and the metrics and know. Yeah, whether they're just talking crap or not. (laughs) Yeah, so um, like we have a system, like we have a methodology, Craig. I remember the very first time I was training with Craig in the gym, like I would watch him train people and I said to him, I've just noticed that you have this system. You have this system with clients with training, how you train them. Like you have, I watch you and you take them all, you regress all the exercises and you do the same thing. This like progression system I called and I said, we can pull that out of your head and turn it into Mm -hmm. a system and teach it to me because I had to get like my PT certification. I just got my level one strength and conditioning like ASCA so I could get the insurance and then so I could train people. And then we turned that into a system for Win at Life and all of our coaches have all been clients and now they're coaches. So they've gone through it themselves. They've had their own transformations. They've lived it. They've breathed it. And they understand methodology and now they coach the women. And we're still in there and Craig's still in there every day because he loves coaching. He loves being the technician. Uh, But I think, yeah, like I would always hire coaches, like systemize that, teach it to someone else and then oversee it and then learn marketing. Like you just have to learn it. When when we're getting clients to grow their practices, everyone wants to build all these systems 
first and hire operations managers and practice managers, and then they bring in associates. And what ends up happening is it go it becomes top heavy again. You've got all these processes, these redundancies that are solving problems that don't really matter or don't exist. And so you have to have a method, but hiring the coach, hiring the practitioner to serve the clients and then growing it from that end gives you this positive pressure forwards. And then as problems start to arise, you systemize further until you have someone take over. And so I like what you said there because that's that's my philosophy as well. Is it's like we have to to grow and often you can make all these systems and procedures too far beyond where you're actually at and it slows things down. I've got clients that are working on problems that don't exist and are not going to exist for them. Like one of them was wanting to launch an online program and I, I teach people how to do that. And they said, well, it's going to be an issue because if I've got, you know, a hundred people and blah, 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 I said, look, you've got no clients. So it's not a problem right now. Let's focus on the problem that is there. And then when that becomes a problem, it's a good problem to have. And so we can solve it then. Whereas too often we try and make this perfect ship. It's like sometimes it has to be a bit leaky. And so the best hire is typically always going to be outsource the thing that can be repeated and the thing that's going to move the boat forward, which is in your case, a coach, because now you can have more clients. Yeah, we too many like put too much. It was too heavy with systems and processes, and like that mm. was what our ops manager helped us with. Just really like cutting shit back and making it more simple. Because mm. I think we were, you know, why can't women do it? Like, why can't we get more people through and get them to get the result? But what we realised is it didn't matter how many follow ups, how much stuff we put in. Mm. People were going to do it or they weren't going to do it. Yeah, you know, we we could hound them till like forever and ever and ever, but it wasn't going to make them do it. No. Yeah, I find it hard, like, because I just want everyone to succeed. And I think in a way too, it's like a, it's my ego as well. Like, I feel like it's a reflection of me in the program mm. if women don't get the result. And I'm like, no, Kitty, you need to realize that they're responsible for their own results. Yeah, you're a facilitator. You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make a drink as ridiculously true, especially in healthcare. True, like, I'll admit it, I'm better. It's because we're hungry, right? We we know what it takes to be successful. So it's like, why can't you do it too? And there's many reasons why they can't. And sometimes it's hard. But I think that the point that I think is applicable, especially to healthcare, is our job is to provide the best process in place to facilitate that person getting outcomes and give them every opportunity to get outcomes, but to not get caught up in trying to do it for them or being so emotionally invested in them getting the outcome that it starts to affect us because then it affects our ability to reach others. And when you're trying to expand, you're having to also realize, which what you talked about as well is like, I might be able to do it the best and I love doing it, but if it's only me doing it, then that limits my capacity to serve others. So I'm going to have to accept someone in like an associate, for example, or a coach who's not quite as good, but it allows me to have more reach. And so you can then layer on systems to make it better, but if you can't still take away the fact that that client still has to follow through themselves. And if you make it too big, it ends up limiting other people's results as well because it's, it's gone from just facilitating to overwhelming and pushing them. Um, I think also it's accepting that like success is different for everyone. So yeah. like if someone comes into my program and they say implement 30% and they're happy with that, that's good. Like mm. they've still made improvements. It's not, I have to, like I had to really accept that not everyone's like me. They don't come in and do everything 110% and it's like, and that's okay because it doesn't matter how long it takes them, you know, and they may only implement, you know, however much of the program, but it's still good and it's still better. You're making improvements and just being okay with that. Yeah. We like to set 
uh, a minimum benchmark for what we do with our clients and the expectations that we'd have around results. So we like to say, okay, if we did this, for what portion of the population in our clinic would get results and to what degree. And then we set ourselves towards that. When we pushed too hard for perfection, it ended up isolating people away and it also stressed us out. But if we set too low, we ended up letting in clients who could get away with not doing much, which then when they didn't get results, because they liked the idea of just you know, flicking a switch, taking a pill, and then I look a certain way or, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's not realistic that it then it started to come back on us because we felt bad because our the, the proportion of clients who weren't getting the happy medium results got lower because we let in too many people who were never going to get there because we were just trying to help everyone. And so we found that by sitting in the middle and having a kind of a semi hard line, like, Hey, you got to be past this point, but we're not going to push you this far meant that people still got outcomes, but we didn't then get as emotionally enrolled in all these people not getting results because it was like we just let the bar too low. Uh, and it comes to marketing as well. Like if when you have the right protocols and systems like you do, when you have the right drive and you're going forward with a purpose, you can start to align these things. And so when you're marketing, you're drawing in the right kind of people because where a lot of people struggle as well, especially with agencies and why it doesn't work, is because an agency is measuring a different thing than you are to what's mm-hmm. success. They just go, oh, well, we got 50,000 clicks. And you're like, that's great, but I made no money. Or it's like, I got all these leads, um, but none of them became clients. So making sure that we know where we're headed means that we know what's going to get us there and what we need to do to get there. And a big part of that is learning some stuff, learning marketing, so that you can control the narrative, knowing what you're trying to achieve so you can hire the right person to be on your bus with you and head in the right direction. Otherwise, we can just end up hiring dickheads who stress us out. <laughs> and that's all too common. <laughs> so what's been a big influence on on you? Like who are you reading or listening to at the moment that's giving you insights uh, and helping you continue to move forward? Look, this is I'm not saying this is right, the right way to do it. This is personally how I like to do things. Is I like to find a coach and just go all in with them. And it's always what I've always I've done. I believe it served me well because I think like, you know, I feel like a lot of people will get, they'll see one person, but they'll be reading this and reading that. And it's like, they're never actually really going all in on one thing and giving it a chance to work. So we worked with Lynn for a long time and he's amazing. And he's now a friend of ours and I still am in his coaching group. But since February, we've been working with the boss babes. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're these two Americans. Yeah. So I just had been following them for a while and liked their model and thought, well, this is what we want to move towards. So we've, well, we've already worked for six months and we committed for another, we paid up front 12 months. Cause I'm like, well, you, you got to go all in. Like, why? why? Mm. Yeah. So we've just been working with them and it's been amazing. Myself and Vic have learnt heaps. You know, we're upgrading our brand. You know, we've had all this, re- we're getting all this rebranding done with these photo shoots and just, you know, I'm like, if we want to grow to that next level, like if we want to go to eight figures, we have to up-level our brand, you know, mm. and that's been really exciting too. But I, I yeah, that we, I just work with them. I just yeah. listen to them. There's, like, a, there's, a, there's a trend of the, the caliber of people that I bring on the show and also the, the clients of mine that get the most success and all the people that I talk to. And it is consistently, I have a coach who's leading me in a direction. And the reason for that is, to be the best in the world at something, you have to have strategies, yes, you have to have insights, but you have to have someone who can see the forest 
that you can't because you're in it. You have to have someone who can guide you on yourself uh, and to give you a direction. So when you have a path, you then just implement on it. People who are unsuccessful try and learn things for free. They try and learn things cheap. They're not willing to invest in stuff and they don't take action. You've got got to pay. Like we paid these women like a lot of money. But to me, like I'm, I'm thinking about this like 10 years down the track. Like this is about start with this solid foundation. It's like, do you want to, like how big do you want to grow up? How far do you want to go? It's like, if you want to play small, then don't invest in a coach. And, you know, because like you say, money's money. Like, you know, I don't really care about having a fancy car. Like we live in a great place in the Gold Coast, right near the beach. I have everything that I want. It's not about like, I need to have millions and millions and millions of dollars in the bank. I just want to keep learning and growing and helping women and providing opportunities for our team and our coaches. Because I think one of the great things about our coaches is they really, they, they believe in our vision as much as we do. Like they're really committed, like they're really, really amazing. And, you know, I want to help them grow and help them make more money. And, you know, like all of us, yeah. I mean, like if you have a, have a purpose, like if you get up every day and you love what you do, it just, I think makes your life so much better. And you can't have success without it. Like you can't just be winging it the whole time. You know what I mean? Like you need to be, if you're not led from the heart and have a purpose and you're going after something, it gets very easy to wake up and go, yeah, I'm not going to get out of bed today or Mm. at night, late at night, like, oh, I'm just going to watch some Netflix. You know what I mean? Like I, to, to launch my company, I hustled, I hustled. I was up at 4am every day. I was going to bed late at night. I had a brand new baby as well. Um, I was still running a clinic. I had everything going on but I wanted it and I knew why I was doing it and there was a purpose for me. So I just went after it and I got coaches and I learned from someone to get to the next point. And everything is a, about a stepping stone. It's not about I'm investing everything here and then that's it. It's like, how do I get access to the people who can give me the insights that'll get me further and get me there easier and faster. And there's no point in reinventing the wheel. So I'll go, they got a good plan. I'm going to go there and I'm going to get out of it what I can. And then I'm going to go to the next one, to the next one, but I'm not jumping between them. There's a big difference. It's not like sidestepping. It's going in and going forward and then adding someone or moving to the side and then going forward again. And most people get that wrong. They're like, I got to get all this information. And so the classic kind of loser strategy, a bit rough, but you know what I mean? is like, I'm going to read 50 million books and watch all these videos and learn all this stuff, but I'm never going to pay anyone anything because I can just figure figure it out on my own. It's like, yeah, you can try, but it sucks. You're better off just following a path and and being pushed. Yeah. Any successful person has a coach. 100%. I don't like to do it alone. I don't like it. It's so much better now that like we partner with all these different people and we've got this, it's it's exciting. Like every day you get up and you- There's energy. There's an energy exchange, right? Yeah. 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 And it's like, what's more money? I mean, yes, obviously we're trying to build our business and earn more money, but like the more money we have, when we going to buy a bigger house, a better car. Like it's not going to make my life so much better. You know, I think there's a, obviously a point where you can earn enough money and then you're happy and you've got everything you want. And then all you get then it's not, it is about the money. You'd be lying if you say you didn't want to make more money because you do. No. Yeah. But you want to do it doing something that you love. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it's on the scoreboard. Like you're, you're playing a sport, you're wanting to win. Um, you're mm-hmm. wanting to put on a show for fans. You want to feel good. And the more, more points you score, the better you feel. A win is a win, but win with more points is better. And inherently we're competitive. So we want to have more points on the board. And that's what money is. It definitely becomes something that doesn't matter as much when you've 
got it and you start to realize that it doesn't matter. It matters to a point, but it's not about the money past that. We use it as a way of measuring things. We talk about seven figures, eight figures, but it's really just a way of measuring. And I can always tell with someone who's had solid business coaching because we're so easy to share the numbers. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that because it's, it's not that important. It's just part of the story. It's also who am I impacting and how am I growing and how am I progressing? And I want to get to eight figures because I'm progressing and I feel good about that rather than just can I make more money? And interestingly, a, a lot of people that I talk to, the ones who are doing less, they're not at the same philosophy with, yes, it's about money, but it's not really. Like, yeah. Like, Vic, I was talking in the car today, and I won't talk about this new thing that we're going into, but, you know, she was saying, you know, it'd be great, Kitty, when we, you know, can say we get to this amount per month, let's start putting money into a charity that we really believe in, you know, something that aligns with what we do, like, you know, helping battered women or like eating disorders, earning more money allows you to do that. Yeah. You can give back more because you're growing yeah. more. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Last question for you. You've got 60 seconds. If there's one thing that healthcare business owners could do this week to help them grow their businesses, what would it be uh, and why? I just think if you don't have a mentor or a business coach, get one. Like when we were in our gym, our very first business coach we hired, it cost us more per week than I was paying us. I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this, like how we'll afford to do it because the gym was not making money. But we were like, we knew we needed to do something and we didn't know how to get there. So we invested and we, it was awesome. We grew quickly and we were forced to do it too because like we're investing all this money. So we're really committed to doing it. So I think if you really do want to grow, invest in a good coach. Find someone who's got the results that you want and has been able to replicate that for other people as well and someone yeah. who has integrity and practices what they preach. Because I, I, you know, I just look at all the other people that we started with back then and none of them are where we are because we've continued to invest in coaching, you know, and it's just way more fun and you learn. 100%. I agree. Definitely agree. So where can our audience find you online? Where can they connect with you? Our website is www.newstrength, so it's spelled N-U-S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H.com.au and then our Instagram is my name, Kitty, K-I-T-T-Y. I wouldn't feel, but it's spelled B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. We've got a YouTube channel, but if you go to our website, you can see our YouTube channel and we've got a podcast and um, it's yeah. all there. So I'll make sure that all the links are in the in the description as well so people can check that out thank you so much for coming on the show uh, I think it was really insightful and, and there's a lot of value shared thank you so much no worries thanks so much now if you want to find out more information on how you can grow your healthcare business I want you to get a copy of my book and you can visit practicemasterymethod.com where I talk about the nine accelerators on how to grow a seven-figure healthcare business or add seven figures to your revenue. There are free training, there's free resources that will be shared in the show notes as well. So go and check those out. Uh, and as always, keep at it, keep hustling because we've got people to help, money to make and freedom to have. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the show. If you like the episode, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. I'd really appreciate it as it helps us get our episodes out to more people just like you who want to know how to increase their revenue, impact more people and build businesses that work for the lifestyle they want. Now, I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn the secrets to success in your health business. So I have something special for you just for checking out the episode. Now, if you're a health professional, coach or trainer in business, and you're serious about growing a profitable, impactful business, then pay attention. Because as a listener of the show, I want you to win. 
And so I've created a host of resources available exclusively for listeners of the show. So if you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to just implement what's already proven to work rather than reinventing the wheel, I want you right now to go and check out healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. That's healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $5,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching available only for listeners of the show. Again, that's healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. There I'll give you resources on everything from how to acquire 10 times more of your ideal clients using social media and paid ads, even referrals, how to increase your client conversion into packages at an 80 to 90% conversion rate like me, how to retain your clients for longer, getting them better results and making them happier, how to increase your prices and charge a premium to work with you and how you can build a six, multi-six, even seven-figure practice just like I did but with a tenth of the time and a tenth of the effort. What I want you to realize is that everything I teach comes from exactly what I did to have success and still have success in my own health business, and I want to share that with you so you can have success too. So go check out healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider right now and let me help you win big in your health business. Also remember to subscribe for two episodes every week full of the secrets to have success in your health business as well as leave us a review so we know what you thought of the show. And I'll see you on the next episode.